All right, guys. Salam alaikum. Welcome to the first podcast of the 2022 BSL season. Today, I am your host, Iman Ahmed. This is only my second year in BSL. So I'm very, very excited to join Zahid here, who is the commissioner of BSL. Salam alaikum, Zahid. How's it going? Alaikum salam, Iman. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. How are you? Good. Alhamdulillah. No complaints on my end. So just to kick things off, we're just going to talk a little bit about our sponsors. So this episode is brought to you by Islamic Relief. So speaking of Islamic Relief, Zahid, why don't you tell us a little bit about our Ramadan campaign with Islamic Relief Canada? Yeah, certainly. So as you guys are probably aware, um, Islamic Relief is our charity sponsor. They have been for the last couple of years. Um, and so we, uh, in turn, help uh, fundraise for campaigns that they have. And so last two years, um, we've been fundraising for a widow and orphan empowerment campaign. Um, so uh, this Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, with your, all of your help and our sponsors' help, we were able to raise over 43000 um, for this campaign just in the month of Ramadan, uh, which is amazing. That's uh, more than we did last year in the month of Ramadan. Um, I know we had a goal of 50K, um, but every year, uh, on average, we do about seven to $8,000 um, uh, raised through BSL activities like tournaments and charity days and stuff like that. So inshallah, hopeful that we'll be able to get to that 50K um, goal that we had. Um, and it's a testament to the brothers that we have in the league and the contributions that they're able to make. And inshallah, we saw the Kajaria for us all on, on, on the day of judgment. Um, so all goodness there and just goes to the, the all, all the good work that everybody's done in this campaign. Yeah, inshallah, inshallah, we reached that goal. $43,000 is an insane amount of money. Uh, I just want to say shout out to everyone in BSL that donated throughout Ramadan to this campaign. Um, it's really great to see a lot of the guys coming together, donating to such a great cause. So kudos to you guys. So Zahid, why don't we kick things off a little bit after that? And let's talk about the draft. What what did you think of the draft? Were there any surprises? That sort of thing. Um, so the draft, I didn't really know what to expect, right? Because we had uh, a, a bunch of new GMs. Um, some of them have played with, with their assistant GM before. Um, so didn't really know what their draft strategy and draft plans would be. Um, I always, as guys know, um, I always love, I love drafts and I, I did a mock draft myself, um, going into the draft. Not that I had, Mm -hmm. um, anything that I was kind of preparing for, although whatever team drafted me, I was obviously going to help them if they asked for my help, but, um, I'd say I got a lot of the picks wrong. Um, I didn't expect, uh, even the first round guys who went in the first round, I didn't have those guys going where they were going. I'm not to say that they, mm-hmm. they were picked in a round. They wouldn't have been, but I didn't think uh, Rayhan was going to pick Emma, the mob at number two. Um, I thought he was going to go Omer because he's known Omer for such a long time, but you can't argue taking Emma, the mob at number two. And then I didn't expect um, the Ayubis to take Omer Dark at six. I thought they were going to take um, either Safwan or they were going to take Tahir or, even Ismail Akhtar. So those were a couple of surprises in the draft. And then as the draft went on, um, I'll be honest, I didn't expect to be picked by the Mughals. I didn't think Rayhan had me on his, on his radar because they already had um, two guys that could pitch. Um, but then he drafted me and he asked me to play shortstop for them. So I couldn't say no to that. So we'll see how that goes. But um, there's just a lot of question marks this year in the draft because there's so many new players that we've got. Like, I think uh, Imad, I was telling you, we got like 19 or 20 new players. Wow. So 
Um, and some of those guys have come from BSL night. So we have a little bit of data on them. Um, but there's a lot of guys that are, are kind of fresh into BSL or fresh. Into mm-hmm. football, right. Mm-hmm. They've either played in the past or other leagues or whatnot, but none of the GMs, including myself had a ton of data on them. So we were kind of going based off of one assessment where they showed up to and they hit balls and they caught fly balls. So mm-hmm. very small sample size. So we'll see where those guys were picked and whether those were the right picks or somebody reached for them because somebody had a good day or something like that. So there's no way we could predict a winner based on um, the draft and based on what we've seen, because some of these guys could end up playing way better than where they're drafted Mm -hmm. or some guys could uh, end up struggling because BSL is stats driven and stuff like that. And then guys figure out where your tendencies are and Mm -hmm. about the hitting charts. So everybody studies those hitting charts. So it'll be a rude awakening for some of the new guys when they first step on. Absolutely. How does this guy know I'm going to hit it here? So, yeah, absolutely. I think me personally, obviously this is only my second year, so I'm not even familiar with the guys who have been in BSL since the beginning. Right. So just based off of looking at all the teams, like I see so many new players. So I really feel like it could really go down to the wire. Any team could take the championship this year, uh, but all the teams, mashallah, are looking really, really good. Uh, me personally, I didn't really see a lot of surprises. I thought Gibran would go lower than four or higher than four, actually. Like I thought he'd be first, second or third. Um, but I know he had an injury coming out of uh, Brotherhood Soccer. So that may have affected where he was picked. Um, but yeah, he didn't I think look like, like it in the exhibition games. Absolutely not. He had a bomb. So uh, and he turned his own double play. It was he was looking really, really good. He, look, he was looking vintage Gibran. Yeah, he can't argue that. Obviously, there's still he still probably still has a little, little way to go in terms of getting back to his, his full health. But based on what we saw in the, the first two exhibition games, it didn't look too far from the old Gibran. So, mm-hmm. said. but yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and historically, based on the way things have gone, um, it's always the team that gets hot at the end that ends up winning. Right? You look at the Salyuks last year; they weren't anywhere near the top of the standings for the majority mm-hmm. of the season. But they hot, their bats got hot at the right time. They clicked at the right time, and they ended up pulling it off. Um, I think I was telling my team um, the last time a number one seed won the championship was, I believe, in 2016 when the Mamluks had that stacked team that went like 19 and one or something like that. Yeah. So it it, it doesn't it doesn't always necessarily mean the regular season standings will dictate who's going to win. But obviously, there's obviously favorable, um, I guess, schedules for the first place team. So let's see how it mm-hmm. plays out this year. Yeah, you never know what's possible. I mean, last year when I was on the Mumlooks, we finished in first place and we got knocked out in the semis. So you never know what could happen. Uh, those hitting charts, like you mentioned before, are kind of a gift to all the different teams. People can be really, really hot at the beginning of the season. But at the end of the day, like they'll figure you out and they'll know they'll know exactly where to position their fielders, where to catch you out in the outfield, where to shift. And uh, it, it ends up going to whoever's hot towards the end. So that's great. So Zahid, just pivoting the conversation a little bit. Uh, I know we are, we're a charity league. We talk a lot about charity. I know Islamic Relief is our sponsor for this first episode. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, some of the charity days we have this year and what's happening with that? Yeah, so kind of going back to what we did a couple of years ago, Imad, probably before you were in the league, um, this was before COVID. Um, we used to have charity days where each team 
um, used to pick a regular season week and they would do something to raise money for charity. Um, I think back then each team used to have an individual charity uh, before we kind of uh, amalgamated under um, the Islamic Relief um, Charitable Campaign. Um, so every team used to pick one day and then do something. Some teams used to bring food. Some teams used to do some type of service. I remember one team tried doing a, a, a home run derby or something like that. Um, but we're bringing that back this year. Um, uh, it's all going to be for Islamic relief in the campaign that we had talked about earlier. Um, so the first week, the Nasris are going to be taking that responsibility where they're going to be um, selling food on um, uh, at Birchwood on May the 29th. For all players, um, all the proceeds from that will go to the charity. Um, I think the Ottomans are week two. Um, I don't have the final, the, the schedule of all the other weeks, but this year we're putting an incentive, right? So that guys can kind of think outside the box and try to do things differently. Um, so the teams that raise the most amount of money, um, one, two, and three, uh, will basically get to pick their game time and the field they want to play their game on, on August the 28th, which is the final regular season week, which could be a meaningful uh, uh, game for every single team, right? So that's just a little bit of an incentive, not saying that's going to necessarily impact the outcome of the game, but it certainly helps those teams that have um, maybe guys that can't make a certain time or, or they want to play on virtual two or virtual one, or for whatever reason, they want to play on a particular field. The teams that go one, two, and three, and the raising the most amount of money will get to pick their, their game time and their, and the field they want to play on. So just a little bit more incentive for those players. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. I know definitely could make a difference, I feel, because, you know, these 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 games, they end up going down to the wire, right? So um, it's a great incentive. It's a great way to get everyone involved, to raise some money. So kudos to you, Zahid, and kudos to all the board of directors on BSL to get those things going. Zahid, why don't we talk a little bit about uh, the jerseys and the jackets that we have this year? I know last year a lot of people had mixed feelings about the jerseys, um, whether there was names or no names, you know, numbers, no numbers, you know, the style of shirt. So why don't you tell us a little bit uh, about the jerseys and the jackets? We've got a lot of fashion divas in our league, man. Um, guys make a bigger issue about jerseys than they do about a lot of other things. But um, this year we did a survey and we kind of asked everybody what they wanted in terms of their jerseys. Um, uh, some guys wanted the jerseys we had last year, which uh, I'm not personally a fan of. I have too many of those types. Yeah, of shirts. neither am I. <laughs> um, I have too many of those types of shirts um, from the other sh shirts that we made or BSL nights or whatnot. Uh, so this year we decided to go with customized uh, shirts. Um, they're being printed as we speak. I'm hopeful I will get them this Friday or Monday. Um, and so I can start getting them to GMs if they have practices next week or whatnot. But um, they'll be customized with your name and number on the back. Um, hopefully, they, the sizing that you had su suggested in your forms fit you. Um, if not, there's not much I can do. Maybe lose some weight or gain some weight, um, mm -hmm. depending on how it fits. But yeah, that's what we did. And then we were able to find some additional money um, to make uh, personalized jackets for players as well. Imad, I think you got your jacket this week. I got mine and it's and it's currently on me right now. I love it. I think it's great. It's kind of cool outside today. So I've been wearing it around and uh, I enjoy it a lot. I like how my name's on the back. Everyone knows me like, I'm, you know, rumor has it that I'm a TikTok star. So <laughs> now people can recognize me in public, right? Yeah. But is your TikTok name start with Imad or do you, do you go with a... In it, starts with a 
I think it starts with an underscore. To be honest, I, I'm on a little bit of a TikTok hiatus, so I don't even remember what my username is. Okay. But Yeah, so we just made those jackets. Uh, we were fortunate we were able to find a, a supplier that was clearancing them out because um, there's last year's model, I guess, or whatever. Um, so we were able to pick them up uh, based on the budget that we had. Um, and then using the supplier that we used uh, for, for a lot of our, our printing and jerseys and stuff, Impreso, um, he was able to uh, print the uh, the logo on the front and a, a name on the back based on what you wanted um, uh, for each player. So we were able to get that done within that budget as well. So hopefully those jackets are helpful. I know the weather is kind of fluctuating right now. We had a crazy hot Sunday on Sunday and then the next day the temperature dropped by like 20 degrees um so hopefully it will come in handy to the players when you get them i know four teams have gotten their jackets so far the other four teams mm-hmm. will get it on opening day and then you will definitely need it in september once we say once we play playoff games so it'll come in handy then again oh yeah i'm looking forward to it i love these jackets already and you'll definitely need it maybe in the early in the early uh rounds of the season and also towards the end obviously you just mentioned the season starts on may 29th uh, why don't you talk a little bit about what the playoff format is this year? Yeah, so that's not finalized yet because um, the city of Mississauga hasn't issued permits for September. Um, but we certainly have a plan uh, and we're hoping we can stick to that plan this year, provided we get the the, the fields uh, at the times that we need them. Um, so this year is going to be a little bit of a different playoff format. Um, and just so guys are aware, and I think it, it mentioned it in the um in the preseason update for all the players um we go right till the end of august like we typically do um in terms of the regular season um and so instead of doing the wild card on the saturday the 10th and then uh and then semis on the 10th and then the finals on the 11th what we're doing this year is there's going to be a play in game for seeds number uh five six seven and eight um and then the winner of that will play the wild card game um against number three and four and then the winner of that on the saturday all of those games are on the saturday the winner of those games move on to sunday to play in the semis against number one and number two and then the finals are right after the semis so it's a little bit of a different format i know guys um have always wanted uh, I guess a, a longer playoff format guys have wanted series series is not possible because then we'd have to play some games on virtual two and that's just going to create a little bit more problems. Um, so we've kind of finalized on this format. All games right now are expected to be nine innings. Um, so let's say a team that finishes number five through eight um, will be forced to play 18 innings on Saturday and the 18 innings on Sunday, which is not the worst thing in the world because many of the guys that have played in Salam cup or tournaments or whatever, you do way more than that on a, on a weekend anyway. So um, I think hopefully by then we'll be uh, prepared for playing that many innings of softball. And it's, it's technically only an additional four innings compared to what we usually play on, um, any given Sunday anyway. So it shouldn't make too much of an impact in terms of endurance and stamina and whatnot, unless it's like a 35 degree day, then everything's out the window, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, that's kind of the format that we have today. Obviously, if we don't get the permit from the city based on what we need on the Saturday, uh, or the Sunday, then we'll have to adjust to that, but that's kind of what it looks like today. So 
there obviously is a added incentive to finish number one and number two in the standings. Um, and, and after that, number three and number four, if you end up five through eight, you still have a chance to make it to the playoffs, but you'll have to win um, four games in order to win the championship from there. Great. Sounds like a very, very action-packed weekend. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I just wanted to say, like, it's been an absolute pleasure hosting the podcast today. If any of you guys are interested in being a co-host on any of the podcasts for any of the upcoming weeks, please reach out to any of the organizers within BSL and they'll be sure to help you out with that. Zahid, do you have anything else to add for today's podcast? No, I think this was like the, the first kind of a update on what's happening in the season and where we are today. Obviously, we've got uh, the long weekend this weekend, so no games this week. Hopefully, everybody gets some time with the family. And then we're going to be in full force for about uh, five weeks straight um, and before we have the next break. So uh, make the most of your long weekend. Spend as much time with your family as you can, because then the next five Sundays after that, you probably won't see them very much. Um, so. Make the most of uh, this weekend, and inshallah, we'll see you guys on the 29th. Um, get some reps in, hit the batting cages of Centennial. Do what you need to do to be ready for May 29th. All right, guys. Sounds good. We'll see you soon, inshallah. Take care, guys. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam.